0: Let's first take a quick look back at last weekend, uh, a narrow defeat by Munster in, on the scoreboard but um, really for all intents and purposes Munster were the better side throughout much of the game Paul.
1: I don't think Tigers could have too many uh, arguments about the the outcome, it was a, uh, a much improved performance on what they put out at Tolman Park the week before, um, it would be difficult not to but... Um, I think in terms of the intensity and the physicality of the game it was pretty evenly matched but you know, w- Munster came to do a job uh, and fair play to them, they, uh, they did that job uh, and I think they were deserved winners probably unfortunate the Tigers didn't take anything out of the game in, in terms of a point, um, they were certainly worthy of, of, of something but uh, to say that they, they might have forced a, a win uh, is a little bit far-fetched I think
0: Is that them done in Europe now Paul?
1: You've got to say that um, it's going to be very, very difficult. You need um, bonus point wins at uh, uh, Castra and then at, uh, at home to Racing um, to give themselves any chance. Uh, and even then, results elsewhere will have to uh, will have to go their way, not just in their own group, but in other groups. So I think you know, it, reality is that. Yes, you keep playing, but the, um, the chances of progressing to the knockout stages are, are very, very remote indeed.
0: There's quite a lot of um, chat down at the press conference the week before last week's Munster game about the, the two Munster games being a good indication of where Leicester are so far this season. Um, so after those two um, defeats in Europe, where do you think they are?
1: Well, first and foremost, you have to say that um, you know, losing to Munster is, is absolutely no disgrace. They, they are a, a very fine side and uh, you would expect them to be challenging in, in the later stages of the competition. But Tigers want to be at that level. Um, and I think it is an important point that, uh, that Matt O'Connor made just a couple of weeks before when, uh, when Tigers went to Wasps. And it was looked upon as sort of a, a, a yardstick as to where Tigers were in comparison to how they fared with with wasps last season. Uh, and Matt pointed out then that Wasps were a little bit further down the line in, in that they'd had that group of players together a little bit longer than Tigers have done. So yeah, it's still a work in progress. I think um, you know losing twice in in such a, a short period of time to Munster is a setback in, in such a prestigious competition. Um, But it's not the end of the world, um, and of course there's always the next game around the corner where you you can begin to put things right.
0: Um, Moving on then to to this week, um, it was great to see Manu Tuolaghi and Matt Tamura back in the centres for the second Munster game, and everyone's looking forward to that partnership uh, continuing for the rest of the season. And then, lo and behold, Manu gets sighted out of nowhere um, earlier in the week, only to be cleared yesterday lunchtime. What do you make of that saga and that sighting issue?
1: Well, I found the the sighting very strange. I can't can't recall there being any uh, comments about the the incident during during the game. Um, so it was something of a surprise to hear that Manu had been cited. Um, but equally, um, you know, the the matter was discussed. The matter was discussed properly. Um, all the whys and wherefores were put before the commission, and uh, the decision was made that uh, it, it was probably no more than a, a yellow card offence at worst. So. Manu is is free to play this weekend. Um, for me, that's the right decision. Uh, it's a great decision as far as Tigers are concerned, and uh, I suspect Matt O'Connor is, is quite relieved that uh, that he doesn't have to make another change at number thirteen.
0: And you were down at the press conference yesterday. The club uh, um, held it uh, in Oadby. Uh, do you expect Matt Tamua and Manu both to be starting? for what's an absolutely massive uh, return to the Premiership this weekend with Saracens coming to Wellford Road?
1: I would suspect so, because um, had there been any issues fitness-wise, then um, they wouldn't have come through 18 minutes against, uh, against Munster. Um, Matt O'Connor was very, very, very pleased with the way that they'd come through and they were still contributing in, in the 80th minute. I'm um, absolutely delighted, and rightly so. He praised the uh, the medical team and the strength and conditioning staff who've got the boys into such a such good shape, and they were able to come in and um, and give such a committed performance in in, in what really was a, a hugely intense game against Munster. You know, normally when you come back off a, a lengthy period of injury, whatever that injury may be, there is a, a feeling your way back session, but uh, I don't think there was any feeling your way back in, in that game. It was it was pretty full on for for 80 minutes for. Well, not not just those two lads, but everybody involved in it.
0: And any other um, team news to come out of yesterday's press conference? Do you expect many changes this weekend?
1: Um, I wouldn't imagine uh, there are a great deal of changes on the cards. Um, Greg Bateman and um, Gareth Owen still working their way back to full fitness. So I think it will be uh, along the lines of, of who lined up against Munster last week. Um, Polliter now... Possibly a starter, but it's yeah. always very difficult for a hooker because it's such a, a technical situation. He's still learning the terminology at, uh, at the club and everything. But um, I have no doubt he will feature at some stage and feature very heavily in, in what's going to be a, a vital game.
0: When we say how important this game is, with, with Exeter away the following week and Leicester on a four-game winning run, it really does make um, the visit of Saracens uh, an extremely... Uh, interesting situation, and Saracens themselves are on a bit of a bad run. I think they've now lost six on the
1: trot. I, I think it. I think it's seven on the on the trot they've lost, and Tigers have lost four. So, I don't think coming into this game, when you know you looked at the um, the Christmas run at the start of the season, I don't think anybody would have been considering that both sides would have been in such um, poor shape in terms of results on the field. Um, that said, I think um, Saracens looked. A lot closer to what they normally are in Claremont last uh, last weekend. Yeah. They bounced back from a very heavy defeat on their own patch yeah. uh, and nearly won in Claremont side. as well. Yeah, and that went down to uh, to the final minutes. So any team that can go to Claremont and uh, and, and go that close and come away with with uh, a bonus point uh, will be respected. Tigers obviously will will respect Sandersons for what they've done over the last uh, the last umpteen seasons, but um, they will also. Know that there is that sort of, what should we say? Probably a lack of confidence that they will want to sort of um, buy into, uh, and uh, getting off to a good start could put the visitors under pressure on on, on Sunday, and that could be the key to the game.
0: Tigers game against Saracens on telly uh, over here, uh, which would be good news for most of the men in Leicestershire who will hopefully be out doing their last-minute Christmas shopping. Um, But there's also, the game's also on television in China we've just been hearing uh, because of a a deal that's been struck over there. China's got 1.379 billion people in it, and I've just worked out, because that's the sort of interesting guy I am, that 5% of that uh, would be 68.5 million, which is about the whole population of uh, our country. So there could be a few extra people watching this game at the weekend.
1: I'm not going to argue with your maths. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it never was a strong point, anyway. But um, yeah, I think every sport, um, every sport on the on the planet, is looking at China as a potential yeah. market because um, there are, is such a vast population, and you only need to tap into a, a small fraction of that population for it to be significant in terms of numbers of people either taking up your sport or watching your sport. Uh, and I think this is potentially a, a fantastic move for. Uh, for Premiership rugby to to get the game viewed um, in China by what will be a significant audience, whatever whatever percentage actually uh, tunes in, um, and hopefully the uh, uh, the guys will turn in a good performance. Uh, it'll be a Leicester win, and um, Tigers can start looking at branching out uh, a little bit further east than than is normally the case it's, uh, it's always fascinating when it goes to a different
0: country <laughs> isn't it, I mean the America um, the situation in America hasn't quite worked for them over there with domestic leagues but you can tell again the, the potential out there if it's done well and um, it would be really interesting if like you say if even if a small percentage of that population could be tapped into um, and brought into the game brought into the English game what it could do for certainly the marketing possibilities uh, and the money's being brought into the Premiership so we'll have to wait and see That just leaves myself and Paul to wish everybody a Merry Christmas from us all here at the Mercury, and I hope you have a a restful, peaceful one um, with a couple of uh, Tigers wins thrown in against Saracens and Exeter. We'll be back before that Exeter game, uh, but in the meantime, Merry Christmas from me.
1: Yeah, and it's a Merry Christmas from me and a prosperous New Year for uh, everybody out there, hopefully.